So this is James Rudd, Associate Editor for Heart and at the European Society of Cardiology meeting at the Excel Centre in London. And it's my great pleasure to welcome to the podcast Dr. Sarah Clark, who is the current British Cardiovascular Society President and also the lead for the Education in Heart section of the Heart Journal. Sarah, very much welcome. Thank you, James. Sarah, I wanted to really get your views and plans for the Education in Heart section of the Heart Journal, which I know is very popular with the readers. I know you've been working very hard behind the scenes on this for the last couple of years, and perhaps you could just outline for the listeners your plans for this section of the journal uh, over the next couple of years. Thank you, James. As you say, I took over as series editor for Education in Heart two years ago, and my remit was very much to tighten the type of articles that we were going to have so that they were very much aligned to the the European curriculum of cardiology. So the first thing we did was looked at the curriculum and divided it up and then sought editors, uh, associate editors, to take on different parts of the curriculum aligned with their specialist interests. And people that we knew had contacts and understood the remit of education in heart. And the remit being that we wanted the articles not to be review articles per se, it was not meant to be a literature review, but more an overview of the topic, something that the general cardiologist going into a clinic could use as a quick reference that would give them up-to-date information as how to investigate, manage, treat a patient. Um, So it's appealing not only for the trainees, but also the general cardiologist. It doesn't exclude any specialist information and it should certainly have some there and we are target for the authors as those that are key opinion leaders um, who can give us an insight into the future and what's coming around the corner but we didn't want it to be a, a literature review and something that was at too high level that it couldn't be a quick reference guide so part of the articles or one of the one part that we want in the articles is to have algorithms or diagnostic trees so that very quick references as well Fantastic. And you say that it is linked very much with the European Society of Cardiology core curriculum. And I understand that that's even down to the headings and subheadings of that curriculum. You've mapped individual articles. And I know you've also asked authors of the Education in Heart articles to come up with some multiple choice questions to try to test the knowledge of people who've read and listened to these articles. Is that, have you found that very difficult? I mean, has that been something that the authors have been willing to do? So mapping has been interesting. Some areas are obviously easier to cover than others and we have got a few gaps. We've got a a nice bank of articles building up and uh, most authors are very good at giving us the multiple choice questions but we do ask for a bit more information, not just the correct answer. We want the multiple choice questions to be a learning experience in themselves so they have to explain the answers and why something may be, uh, why why the correct answer is correct and the others are wrong. But I think we've we've put them online and and they're meant to be, the answers are meant to be embedded within the article itself, doesn't require any additional reading or understanding or learning, um, but it's just to make sure that they've really taken on board what's in the article. But they have been fairly well received, the, yeah. the multiple choice questions, but multiple choice questions are difficult to get right, and just very occasionally we have to really look closely at the answers and make sure we've absolutely got it right. And But there is a challenge in writing those questions as well, and most people who are writing the articles aren't necessarily experienced at writing multiple choice questions. No, it's a definite art and a skill in itself, isn't it? And so how many of these uh, Education in Heart articles are appearing now in each journal? Is it one every two weeks or is it two every month or how does that work? So we've kept with one um, every fortnight. Uh, At one point we looked at putting two in, 
but there's a lot in the rest of the journal and the impact factor of the journal is, is not linked so much to education in heart, although the more that we can get referenced online, of course it will be beneficial and, and some of them have been heavily referenced and, and certainly one out recently with Tavi has been, has, has been referenced several times. We're staying with one every other week. We've got, as I say, we've got quite a bank building up, but we also need to make sure that when we build up a bank, we don't have articles that are going to be waiting too long going to go into the, and going out of date again in the paper channel. They do go straight online as soon as they're ready. So a minute, a minute it's accepted and ready to go, it goes straight online. So it's actually published online before it goes in the paper. It's interesting that you're able to differentiate the Education in Heart articles from straight review articles, which I know are always heavily cited, very, very popular, but perhaps would be at too high a level for the general cardiologist really to get so much out of. Do you have anything else you want to say to the Heart audience about the future of Education in Heart? So, as I said, we put the articles online and, and you can link to the curriculum. So if you want to find a, an article related to a particular part of the curriculum, you can find it. You can click through, you can click through the, the curriculum, yes. You can click through from the curriculum and find the articles. And obviously the articles themselves will say which aspect of the curriculum they are referenced to. We're trying to build up and encourage additional online material from authors submitting. So if it's an imaging article to put in more images online. So there is an, an additional resource that we want to develop that's perhaps not been picked up so much to date. But hopefully with time we'll be able to build up a, a good educational resource as well online for people. So there's additional material outside of the article. Okay, well thank you very much indeed Dr. Clark for your insights. And join us again soon for another episode of the Heart Podcast. Thank you.